Whoa, lots of stuff happening on our yeah, screen. Yeah, we, uh, we got the effects going full force here. Yeah. <laughs> like how yours is all random, just going all over the place. <laughs> it's kind of messed up, yeah, but it's whatever. Super messed up. I will just get off that right now, but I'll leave this on here. Hello. I'm I'm leaving my I'm leaving my little dude. Oh wait, up here. So, oh, the hat came so, off. Oh, there we go. Hey, by the way, I am Parlance, as it just shows up on my screen right there. That yeah, was pretty snazzy. <laughs> and I am uh, Fresher, coming at you, episode number eighty-eight. That's pretty exciting. Eight's my favorite number. It is pretty exciting. Uh, this is a very special. Hey, what did uh, I think? I've used this joke on the show before. What? Why? What did? Uh, what did zero say to eight? Uh, get off my seven. No, it was a uh, nice belt. Nice belt. Ugh. I know, I know. I'm sorry. That's pretty good. Isn't the, wait? What's the <laughs> one about like three, four, five? No, why was six afraid of uh, seven? Oh yeah, that's what it is. Because seven, eight, nine. Don't say the answer. We'll why? leave it to people's imagination. I already said it. It's too late. <laughs> Anyways, so we're we get is this our fr- no wait last week was our first February sh- no it's the first fe- first February show right it is our first February show man we're off to a rock and start we haven't uh, told we haven't done we're like I might as well just like Rick do we have anything busy art yeah it is our first show <laughs> <laughs> it's like gratuitous effects <laughs> yeah sorry um anyway um. So uh, yeah, the the elections have a uh, all of the uh, the hoopla, the hoop the hoopla hoopla, the uh, the elections have the elections so, have finally started. I Iowa. know, yeah, they did the whole Iowa stuff. The that yeah, I can't I can't think of how that works. The caucus. Iowa wasn't impressed. <laughs> uh, really well, as you know, Dubuque, Des Moines, Davenport, Marshalltown, Mason City, Keokuk, Ames, Clear Lake, ought to give Iowa a try. <laughs> know that one? And the shaky hands. No, what's that? That's from uh, The Music Man. You ever see The Music Man? Oh, yeah. we were ta- You're all about The Music Man. We were talking about it a bunch today. Well, I mean, it's just, you know. That, a lot of stuff. It's topical. It's topical. It's yeah. topical. Yeah. Have you- oh, we got trouble. Right here in River City. Oh, yeah. So, uh, what's, what's been going on with you, Pylance? Uh, not much. I, uh, I did, I did, uh, you know, obviously, you know, work was been had been pretty busy because elections and whatnot. Uh, so the Iowa caucus happened on uh, Monday. Hillary won on the Democratic side, but apparently it was too close to call. And apparently, in a number of districts, they did a coin flip to separate between. I know that's crazy. I didn't even know that was part of it. Caucuses are weird. I know. Yeah, caucus. I, I think caucus. Uh, the the fakaka or whatever. <laughs> the I don't even. I don't know how you say that. But anyway, and then on the Republican side, Ted Cruz won, which uh, I guess was somewhat unexpected, but not really because Ted Cruz was always in the lead over there. So. Um, but I think the big shocking thing was how close Marco Rubio came to Donald Trump in Iowa. Oh yeah, but and apparently then they were something about that uh, Cruz cheated, like according to 
Trump and whatnot? Well, Ben Carson, because effectively they were at the caucuses, they were telling people that Ben Carson was dropping out of the race. Yeah. So the know, but were... that is, I mean, that is weird that he went home to Florida to get some clothes. I didn't see why, why ben, what do you mean? Why Ben Carson left? That's why he left. Maybe he pooped his pants and he ran out of pants. <laughs> but can't I mean I would just have one of my people go do that for me, like yeah, I'm not, I'm not really or sure. buy new ones. I don't know. It's kind of just weird altogether that he's or just, like just go to like you know any store anywhere. I know. I, I mean, it's um, weird. Anyway, I mean, it doesn't matter what the reason is. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. And then um, also the net result of this is that we. The, the clown show that is the this presidential election has lost four four clowns have jumped from the from the the car we lost I like uh, that Rand- some of the Republican ones like had one of them like twelve votes or something total and they oh, didn't never- drop out <laughs> Colbert was talking about that like there's so many and like none of them got like any votes so on the Republican side we lost Mike Huckabee, Rand Paul, and Rick Santorum. Um, and then the third candidate on the Democratic side dropped out, Mike O'Malley. And yeah. uh, speaking of Democrats, the debate was tonight, the uh, Democratic debate. So it was just I two heard people. About that. I watched Is it. Already uh, over? I didn't see anything about it. Yeah, it went from I think uh, from our time six to six to eight o'clock. Oh yeah. I watched it and and uh, really interesting because um um they answered questions. I mean, Oh yeah. You remember Is what that... you were talking about? Yeah. Do you remember I did the kind of like, you know, Mr. Trump, could you please tell us about your opinion on uh, foreign policy? As oh, they, answered, like, as in they didn't like mislead or whatever. No, they didn't go like, well, let me tell you something about Afghanistan. My policy on the yeah. wall in Mexico, you know, kind of thing. They, they actually answered the questions and uh, it got a little heated uh, between the two of them. Uh, Hillary accused uh, um, Bernie of, uh, dr- yeah, of uh, dragging her name through the mud because she said, uh, like, you know, what are you insinuating that I took money from corporate sponsors? Are you alluding to that my my uh, that my votes and my integrity is at, at essentially at, uh, at you know what's the word I'm looking for? Influenced by money and big in big politics. And he kept referring to her as the establishment candidate. And she's like, it's funny that he calls me an establishment candidate when I'm like a woman who's, and no one's ever won as a woman, but never even been like up for president at this stage, this strong. Yeah. yeah. But he was like, that's not what I mean. What I mean is like, you have a super PAC, you get money from big banks. You are part but of I heard this. a bunch of people. Now I feel like we're just, well, yeah, but I heard a bunch of like rich people put a bunch of money in Bernie Sanders super PAC just to like go against him. Like, he, doesn't so have he, a, he doesn't have a super PAC. Or they gave him, they donated a bunch of money to him just like, so he would have had money from them. So he can't say he doesn't No, what they did. What I think what they did was they, that the, the a super PAC formed for, I believe Jeb Bush or Marco Rubio. And is is effectively running anti Hillary. It would look like Bernie campaign, but it's not, yeah. it's actually a Republican campaign. And they, because because they want Hillary to lose and Bernie to win because they feel he's less electable. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I haven't I haven't even caught up that much with it, but but uh, anyway, we'll see this what week, happens. Politics. Week, I watched a lot of media. My uh, my wife was traveling for work, so I had a lot of uh, 
some time. I wanted to watch a couple things, so I rewatched Avengers two. I never even saw that. Oh, really? It's now well. Now it's available for streaming, so you can watch is it. it. Good? Um, um, is it is it three D streaming? Oh, I didn't even check. It might be. It might be. Um, I watched that. It it was it was good, but uneven. And then. Yeah, like there was parts that were like I felt meh, and then parts that were like, oh, that was really good. Oh yeah. And, <clears throat> so it wasn't like I didn't feel the from beginning to end. It was a like solid movie. I think we've talked about this show before, but any or this movie before. But anyway, I I, I still liked it on second viewing. I still liked it, um, and I kind of liked the way it ended. So uh, and then That's cool. I have uh, to I have to see it. And then I rewatched Idiocracy. Yeah, that's a super good movie. It stands up, um, right? I mean, like, it's just, like, it has so many things in it. It has so many things in it. But I will say, I do feel like, from a technological standpoint, they kind of missed the... Like, I feel like they were wrong a little bit, but oh, maybe yeah, they were... Yeah. Is but, it from the early 2000s, right? Yeah, I think... No, I don't know if it's that... Maybe it is that far back. That's a good question. Maybe 2004? Basically, before iPhones. Pretty much. Uh, 2006, actually. So iPhones were what year? I don't know. I feel like that was the big turning point. Uh, let's see. I, what year do you think the Apple iPhone came out? Uh, well, I just looked it up too. Oh, this doesn't say though. Uh, I thought it was maybe 2005 or something. It was not. It was like 2008. Eight? Oh, oh. yeah, that was 2007 it says. 2007. 2008 was the 3G. So 2007 was the first iPhone. I had a, I had the first iPhone. No, the first iPhone was shit. Yeah, it was not very good. <laughs> it was funny when you see people with like the original one when the 3G came out. It's so dumb it didn't come with 3G, the first one. I know. And what was worse is like they didn't even have an app store when the first came oh, out. Oh, yeah. So like you literally, to play a game on your smartphone, you had to like go to a website. And, like, oh, yeah. The, I, I like the web apps. I was popular. I mean, I thought that was going to be awesome. I made some of them. That was when the mobile like mobile web was new and like that was like mobile web apps. Right. I thought that was awesome. Um, but that's cool. So anyway, I watched Idiocracy and uh, I still enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. Um, I love again, that part uh, at the beginning when you like he's getting totally into the pimp circles like to get uh, that to get Maya Rudolph like to do the test. <laughs> so she's on get, loan from Upgrade. Well, Upgrade, yeah. The upgrade. That whole thing was pretty funny. And he like flips through like 50 slides. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, can you get to the point? But he's like really wants to explain the pimp culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite part of the film, and by the way, spoilers for people who haven't seen a movie from 2006, is when they they put him on uh, for, uh, one day of one day of re- rehabilitation and it's Friday night rehabilitation. Oh. <laughs> With the giant like a uh, car thing. Yeah, it's like there's like a like yeah there's like a the dill the dildozer I think it's called yeah. or whatever. Like, and the main uh, one breaks like just getting into the arena. Yeah, and they and yeah, and the guy comes out of retirement. That guy that comes out of retirement to like hunt him down. I don't yeah. know whatever reason his facial expressions the way when he's like trying to talk to the audience like where is he like is he over there <laughs> yeah. is he over there like <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember that. That was super funny. 
It was that like for whatever reason that like really cracked me up. Of all the movie's super funny, but specifically that one scene, I was like LOLing in my bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool. uh, Um, but then uh, what uh, what did you uh, do? Did you? I was gonna say. Speaking of shows, I watched all three seasons of Todd Margaret, the David Cross show. And that was pretty good. So I, saw, I was watching the, the New Portlandias on the IFC website, and they just had it suggested at the bottom because there's a third season, apparently, that came out like the end of last year. And so I watched all the third season not even knowing that there were two other seasons. I just thought it was like a new show. And uh, so then when I looked back at like the history of it, because I looked at the episode guides because I wanted to be sure I watched them in order and stuff, and there's two other seasons. So I like found those and like watched all of them but it was pretty good i, I enjoyed it, it. I, would, I would suggest it what's it about it is about todd margett who is david cross and he is a temp at a large global company and they um well i don't i guess i don't want to spoil it because it is like thing but he's a temp and then he gets like very quickly promoted to being head of uh marketing or just head of the the london office and so he goes he like goes to london like the next day and um runs the office there but it's not even really an office it's just like a tiny thing and he's trying to sell energy drinks to people so he's trying to come up to and then he just makes a lot of bad choices and is very unlucky and basically ends up ending the world oh really yeah well thanks for spoiling that i mean that's not really a spoiler that he i mean that's like yeah um there's there are many things happen in between <laughs> i had read the um not read i had also watched dominion this weekend which that that's like an end of the world situation too um but not he literally ends the world in the show which one in todd margaret uh yeah i mean yeah i guess so okay i'm gonna have to watch it now it's not like it's not that clear cut but so the third season is basically the first two seasons recapped with like a totally different perspective. I mean, it's still him, but it's just like a different like version of the whole story. And then that one, they make it explicit that he destroys the world. But in the first one, it's not explicit, but it like definitely happens. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so it's told but, from multi. It's told. It's told from a number of perspectives. Uh well no well like I guess reality is not perspectives it's a different reality. But also uh, I watched I haven't watched this week's yet but last week's uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. D D is in a snup smuff or no a smut film. Pretty good. Oh did you watch this week's episode? I didn't watch this week's yet. Did you? I did. Oh my gosh! As a matter of fact, I'm probably gonna watch it later tonight. I took a 30-minute break from um, uh, the Democratic debate, and I watched the episode of uh, the last night's episode yeah. of or whatever. Um, the smut film episode was pretty good with Richard Greco in the art world. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing Greco now. I'm doing Greco now. <laughs> he was a pretty good Greco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I never really got to say hello, but you know, so I, I I kind of missed that. So, <laughs> yeah, look, you're Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's super good. 
but um then what else oh i got i got oh i should have gone and got it but i got soylent 2.0 which is the the newer soylent that it comes in uh bottles so it's a liquid instead of a powder but it's not that new i mean it's like probably a year old at this point i just never got it before so when um when soylent upsets your stomach do you just eat shock <laughs> just eating chalk all the time it's never <laughs> upset my stomach before though but if it did maybe i would no did you know what i'm talking about last in last episode yeah where yeah yeah where they're just eating chalk all the time how about when greco goes he's like i'm gonna need another seaweed break here and he like and then he's like hey look i've been eating a lot of seaweed i need, I think i need to take a 30 minute chalk break to settle my stomach <laughs> they throw it down because charlie was doing it and they're like nobody does that nobody does that <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> But yeah, no, that was, man, pumped. And I'm also excited for, oh, I didn't, I think that last week too was the first episode of the new um, Venture Brothers that I haven't watched yet. Also, Archer is coming back. I know, everything's coming back. I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. I'm going to actually have like things to watch on TV instead of just looking for old shows. <laughs> Um, I think uh, from what I'm reading, that Archer is like totally changing. It's yeah, he's going to be a he's going to be like a private thing instead of working for the company. I mean, they already did that with Archer Vice that one time. Okay, like that whole season. Yeah, I need to catch up on Archer, man. It's good, man. So I know. good. I know. I need to watch it more. Um, but so yeah, I'll tell you. You know, getting back on that, it's always in sunny Philadelphia, man. That show, it's still got it. I know. It's like, I feel like that it's, it is kind of more ridiculous, but it's not more ridiculous too. It's just like, if you came into it now, I think that it would be the same amount of ridiculous. It's just like, you don't, I know the characters now, so it makes a difference for me. But I think if you didn't know them, it would still just be, I don't know if you even need any inside jokes. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Know. Yeah. I just can't uh, see it from that perspective because I already know everything about him. Um, but, uh, also, the Super Bowl. I, you know, I want to make a like a relationship, like like a correlation here. So, you know, some people have always said it's like it's always the city of Philadelphia is like Seinfeld, but just like like cracked out. You know, literally, on, they're yeah. like crackheads. Um, and I, I just so happen I've been coming home from work, and TBS runs like I, I think probably from like five p.m. to like eight p.m. Uh, like Pacific time, like episodes of Seinfeld. Yeah. And I watched maybe like two to three and a half episodes and every episode was so good. It was the fifth season. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but it, it's interesting because I do see, and upon second viewing or whatever, this is probably like 50th viewing, but like, I feel like I'm watching it again with fresh eyes. Cause I haven't watched Seinfeld in a really long time. Yeah. And that show was so good. So I know good. I wanted to go back and rewatch it, but I there wasn't somewhere to stream it at the time. Maybe yeah, I you can't now. I think it's on Netflix, maybe, but or if not Netflix, maybe who? Because we were gonna do that. We were gonna do all the Seinfelds, but then they didn't have it, so we were gonna do the X Files, and then it turned out there was already a whole like podcast for that. Yeah. Oh, oh. speaking of the X Files, twenty. I did well. I haven't watched last or this Monday night's episode, but I've I've watched the first two. But first episode, twenty million people watched it. It's the more people watched the first episode of that show than the finale of the X Files. Really? Wow. Yeah, that's impressive. I heard that this most recent episode, um, like, was a game changer and like it totally like 
makes the show way good or something. Interesting, because I thought the second episode was pretty terrible. So I mean, that's uh, what I I read. I didn't see either of them. So well, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the third one and I'll let you know. Uh, but yeah, I was not impressed with the second episode, and uh, but the but the first episode I thought was pretty good. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Oh, also, I mean, before we get into the Super Bowl, maybe we should mention uh, hashtag like hot tub with fresher. No, it's float with, float with fresh. I, there was like 10 of them. I don't know which hashtag, one it was. Hashtag float, floating with fresher. We had week one winner, Tom yeah. Brew. Oh, this is a weekly thing. <laughs> we, had, we had week one winner who like, didn't even try to win, but just mentioned it and like won by de, de facto because they're like, so did anyone like even do that? And it's like, oh, you mentioned it. <laughs> you win. He was like, oh, great. So, yeah. but, but I spoke to him today and he said he was waiting for your uh, your text to get over there, to the come text, over. Yeah. But I was thinking Uber. what we could do is, is like how many people could fit in your hot tub? Uh, probably like three and... Three comfortably, maybe four. Okay, so three comfortably. Is that including you or not you? That's including me. So two other people. Okay, so do you need to be in the hot tub with these people? I mean, it's these are your rules. I don't know. Okay, so all right, so we're gonna have one more winner. One more winner. Smoking with fresher, so like, it's like you know. If you live within fifteen miles of downtown Seattle, that's rule one. Rule two, you have to write. Floating with fresh. Hashtag. Hashtag floating with fresh. The second person who does this, you will get to come over and soak for one hour with (laughs) fresher, our first week winner, and you. And you could talk about oh, some- both of them. This is a yeah, like a yeah. We're gonna turn it into a party. We're gonna turn it into a little float. A little. You're not gonna be there. Are you gonna come? I made DJ. Oh, you should totally DJ. DJ Parlance. <laughs> that sounds pretty good too, DJ Parlance. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to DJ. And uh, let's see if I could uh, come in here. It's like, let's see if I could find something that works for you. Let's see this. Hey, everybody. This is DJ Parlance. <laughs> you got to keep making noise up. I'm playing some, some smooth jams for your floating experience. Here with the fresher hot tub. Here we go. A hot hit from 1986. <laughs> the hot mix from 1986 when Bat all the boys. shit went down. Fat boys <laughs> wipe out. It just sounds like <laughs> your your mic was broke from like, you know, but DJ style. Which okay. one was that? I don't even know. I just picked one. You just picked one? Cool. I think I think it might have been warped or metallic. Might have been metallic. Anyway, hey. um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, everyone, part two, winning, hashtag floating with fresh, or floating with fresh, Fight. floating with fresh, and then we're going to have a, we're going to have a hot tub party with two winners, and I probably will DJ. We should, I mean, we need to have, like, a, I mean, with, along with the other million things that we're going to do sometime, but we need to have, like, a fresher and parlance party, and then just record it, and then have that on the thing, you know? Like, oh, do like interviews that. and stuff. Do interviews. we got to do interviews. I we mean, this is pro- so much more than anything, like, in effort that we've, like, ever done. But well, I, I, Do you know how many people have asked to come on this show and do an interview? And I've said maybe or, yeah, one day. 
Like two? No, at least a half dozen. A half dozen? Like who? Uh, you gotta say someone like just famous people. <laughs> yeah, Mike Tyson. When I met him, he's like, "Hey man, are we want to go on that one time?" Joe Namath. Joe, yeah, Joe Namath, Broadway Joe. He's like, "Hey Pete, nice to meet you, Pete. Let me tell you something." <laughs> You gotta get those people. We get. We can. We can do it. Yeah. Um, the uh, anyway. Yeah. People have asked to be interviewed. I'm telling you, people have. Can I come on the show? My one friend. I, That's my not being friend, interviewed. That's like being a co-host. We've had co-hosts. Like maybe just three. But no, we had. We've had guest hosts. Oh yeah. That's true. No, they have to come on and talk. They have to be an expert on something. That's true. We do need experts on something. Yeah. And we need someone like standing outside with a microphone, like. I'm here in so-and-so. This is Stormy Weathers, live from the Seattle 56 Pier. I'm here telling you about the hot weather and happening right here in the Puget Sound. It's 48 degrees and rainy. <laughs> that totally sounds like a character from uh, <clears throat> um, Tim and Eric. <laughs> that was a Tim and Eric voice. <laughs> That's basically like if we were to do skits, what I aspire for in the, um, you know, the show. <laughs> And then no way I'm spitting out this wine. <laughs> yeah. It's like fruit. But, um, so the Super Bowl. The Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was quite the tangent. Yeah. If you made it, by the way, if you made it through that little, that little sidetrack, then you're a true fan of this show. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the sidetrack that's stopping them. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be the. It's going to be the Broncos and the Cardinals. Oh, no, not Cardinals. The Carolina Panthers. Panthers. Yeah, so there's a couple things that I... Go ahead. Did you see that Snoop Dogg was at the uh, press conference and uh, he was asking questions to uh, Cam and the quarterback guy? What's his name? The Broncos one? Oh, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yeah. And he, he was still, I don't know if he was like specifically mic'd, but like he was getting priority questions and it was pretty cool. What were his questions? Uh, I mean, well, they weren't like actually questions. They were kind of just talking to them mostly. But like he asked if he could get 50% off of Papa John's pizza, like when he's visiting um, Denver? wherever to, from uh, Peyton Manning. And what did Peyton Manning say? He said, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, he asked Cam, like, oh, he sang him a song, basically, it was. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Well, I'll tell you, Snoop Dogg would probably like to go to Denver, where weed is legal. Yeah, I know. Yeah, We're, He lives in California, though, right? I assume he lives in L.A. Yeah, well, dude, he's straight out of Compton. Come on. Oh, yeah, I know, right? But then also... Yeah, keep going. The Snoop Dogg line, it's the whole um, Key and Peel like, during the game show. That seems awesome. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna do a live commentary. It's uh, I'm pretty excited. I thought they were just doing a post show, but no, it's the whole thing. And apparently, they have no rights to the Super Bowl, so they can't say anything about the Super Bowl or anything. <laughs> so... I know they said they have to they have to say foot ball. <laughs> so it's two different words. They can't say football. Why can't they say football? I don't know. I mean, that's just what they talked about in their their thing. I don't know if that's or, true. Maybe it's Super Bowl. They can't say Super Bowl, so they have to say that was a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I'm excited though. They're gonna they're gonna slip up. They gotta slip up. Yeah. Well, it, I'll tell you what. It's better. This uh, Squarespace is the one that's sponsoring this thing. I'll tell you yeah. what. It's, better. it's way better than Jeff Bridges' uh, Sleep album. Do you remember that? No. What's that? Last year, Squarespace sponsored Jeff Bridges. You know the guy who played Big Lebowski. Oh yeah. You don't remember these commercials where he's like, "No, Sleep I didn't man. see him." Oh my gosh, they were everywhere. He was like promoting this thing where he it was like a free album to people to listen to to fall to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's terrible. This might be better, but it's not going to have... You're not going to be able to... I don't know. It won't be as fun like two weeks later, but Big Lebowski was t- selling that uh, that album for weeks. Um, Man, this is going to be way better than that. Speaking I'm of Super Bowl, did you see that the FAA says it will shoot down your drone if you fly within 36 miles of the Super Bowl? I did not see that. Shoot down with what? I don't know. Some sort of drone... Like a drone... Surface-to-air surface drone missile... <laughs> they have those birds now they're training falcons and stuff to like swoop and like take down drones that's pretty awesome there's a lot of anti-drone stuff going on it says here um the flight restrictions are in place from 2 p.m through 11 59 p.m local time on sunday and violators could face fines and prosecution for disobeying the order the and you, gotta wants- have, you gotta have your drones registered now too so they're gonna know who it was the FAA also warns that drones could be subject to, quote, deadly force if it's considered a threat, although they did not specify how and by whom the restrictions would be enforced. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, the YouTube video on making the rounds of social media is telling attendees to, quote, bring your lucky jersey, bring your face paint, bring your teen spirit, dot, 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 but leave your drone at home. <laughs> I know. It's, the no drone zone is a 36 mile restriction that applies to manned aircraft as well, with even tighter restrictions within a 10 mile radiate radius. That's so. There you go. That's that's this this, this situation with that. That is that's a crazy sitch. I think I honestly I think I've heard a lot of buzz about like possible like terrorist tra- threats. Like they've been really talking. I know. About oh it. yeah, because it's in San Francisco. I also heard some camera guy totally got like robbed of his camera already. It's crazy it's in San Francisco. And, like, San Francisco people don't even want it there. It's going to be, like, so packed crazy. I heard already, like, the have and have-nots. Like, you can't get a ticket. Like, the tickets are already more expensive than last year's tickets by a significant amount. And I blame I blame Silicon Valley for inflating the prices, as always. I know. Also, um, I saw, I saw an article about, like, making fun of what Airbnb places are left in San Francisco for the Super Bowl because they're all garbage. They have a oh, whole really? article about the garbage Airbnb that's like left over. <laughs> <laughs> is it like the igloo? It's like uh, Yeah, I know. It's totally like the igloo. A stack of boxes in an alleyway. It's kind of like that. Uh, I feel like there was a character on, um, on In Living Color where Damon Wayans was like a homeless person who lived in a box. And yeah. I, do you remember that? And then Jim Carrey was a reporter. Did you remember this sketch? Whatever. It's kind of like old, but um, you know, uh, so this is interesting. I, I, we, I mentioned this to you before the show, but um, you didn't know who Dave Mira is. No, I don't know who Dave Mira is. So I know one BMX biker. That's it. I know one. Is that him? It was him. He was like the superstar of celebrity biking or BMX biking. Yeah. they found him today, dead. Suicide. They just found him, like, at his house or something? 
uh, it says here they responded to uh, the police responded to the 200 block of Pinewood Road at 4 p.m. for an apparent suicide. Upon arrival, the officers discovered 41 Dave Mayor of Greenville sitting in a truck with apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. He had been visiting in friends in the area a short time before the incident. What? Yeah. Suicide? So, That's crazy. Yeah, he was like the biggest of the big, probably for for BMI. I mean, he had video games. What? Yeah, that's crazy. Dave Mira, well, yeah, that's so, RIP. RIP, Dave Mira. I mean, I wonder if it was concussions. <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Hashtag too soon. Maybe. Um, but it might have been concussions. I mean, I'm assuming you fall a lot as a as Concussed. a. Uh, yeah, Not as, as much a, as skateboarding, I wouldn't think. Maybe I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's crazy. I, I feel like 2015 is the year of of death. Well, it's, two, it's 2016, though. Oh, I'm sorry, 2016, excuse me. Oh, Go you're on. already messing it up. It's two months in. Come two on, months get in. with it. Get that with was it. A, by the way, that was a, there was a joke on Seinfeld that was just a passing joke as part of the dialogue. Uh, Elaine comes in and she's like, can you believe someone wished me a happy new year in, in February? Can you believe that? He's like, <laughs> Jerry's like, I know, I know. One time, I got a happy new year in March. Oh, can you believe it? Those are pretty. Those are both pretty good impressions. It's fresh off the show. You got you got the impressions down. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Um. Yeah. So, 2016 is is been. I saw coming home from work. Just another Earth. The 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 main person who formed Earth, Wind, and Fire. The band. Really? He died today. There's been mm. so much, so much death. Wait, David Bowie. That was this year too, right? David Bowie. But that was sixteen. I don't remember exactly when it was. It was tw- it was this year. It was twenty sixteen. Huh. Yeah. I mean, David Bowie is probably the biggest one, certainly. But yeah, that Abe, does seem like that. that Abe Bogota. Abe Bogota died. Oh. oh yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so back on to our stuff. Did you see about this lab-grown pork that they're making down in California? I did see about that, and they're like, "What do you? Oh yeah. So you, as being a non-meat eater, what do you think about that? Like, would you eat it?" Well, it's still meat, first off, because they're using animal proteins and fetus like blood. Yeah, no, or but I mean, like, it's, that's why it's like, which way? It's like, which reason are you not eating it for? No, I, well, first off, it's great for you know. And first off, it's not sustainable. The first one that they made, the first like patty they made, cost three hundred thirty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, so it said it's going to take like five years for the costs to even come down to a a reasonable level for it to be. Uh, but thing. even just the concept. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent supportive of the concept. I don't know. I still think I won't eat meat for health reasons. Yeah. Um, but I think that I'm a hundred. First off, they're doing it all wrong. They shouldn't be making pork like shoulder. They should be making bacon. If they could just genetically like just grow <laughs> bacon in a lab, maybe it was just the easier one. I don't know. It's possible, but it also here's the one thing I don't like about it. It's a San Francisco-based company, and they call themselves Memphis Meats. That is dumb. That is super dumb. But uh, I'm 100% supportive of it. I hope, because I mean, it would be from a sustainability standpoint, if it's not that difficult and it becomes a little easier to make, like yeah. beef, you know, wh- why not? It's like, I feel as though, you know, it's really but You can sad. make it on demand, there'd be a lot less waste. I mean, depending on the process. Right. For sh- that's true. And also like the concept of just having farmed animals and just, just like yeah, this. it just seems like it would take way less resources in general. Way oh, but resources. yeah, I mean, also just because it's animals and stuff, I guess. 
Well, I mean, just like, yeah, I mean, they, and also just like the filth and disgustingness of like these, these places where there's like, you know, they're, they drill holes in the side of a cow to like feed it anti, it's like, I feel like it's just better. It would be better. So yeah, like, I think it would be better too. So I hope it, it's it, not it, natural. Or, it's not natural. You know, it's not natural flying in an airplane. <laughs> or basically anything. You know, it's but not it natural. Is natural actually. That is natural. Everything is not. Then at that point, everything is natural. Yeah, it, I know. It totally is. If it can be done, it's then it's human natural. nature. Yeah. Human nature. It's human nature to kill animals in a, and then grow animals and then now grow animals in a Petri dish. Definitely. Um, yeah, that is cool. Speaking of uh, animals, groundhogs. Ah, you got it. That was where I was going. Now, here's the thing. There is a bit of confusion. What, what is the what is the official rule here? First off, there's only one groundhog as far as I'm concerned, correct? Yes, there, is, there are several, and they agreed this year because they, they have all the stats. It's this game of stats. But uh, I forgot which way. He didn't see his shadow, I think, means that did not see, the winter did not is shorter. So are you sure? Oh, yes. So if you don't see your shadow... And early spring is the forecast. Yeah, I mean, I don't understand like what the logic is. I just know that that's like the rule. Apparently, the uh, MC of the Groundhog Club interpreting uh, interpreted Phil and said, "There is no shadow to be cast, and early spring is my forecast. Take your jackets off. You're not going to need them." That's what he said. Yeah. And then he's then the, the article that I read said that most people left their jackets on because it was twenty two degrees Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit outside. <laughs> <laughs> it was like exceptionally cold that day. <laughs> I, that's pretty um, funny, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited for spring this year. So I'm you know glad, even though like we just got so much snow. Like I mean, there's so much skiing and stuff still. Um yeah, I'm hoping to go skiing sometime soon. Actually. Oh, I went up to that snow cabin. That's right. I guess that was since last time we had a show too. Fun. How, how was oh, did that? Did I talk okay. about that? I can't remember. I don't think you did talk about it, but I saw that image of you with a cup of like Joe looking up on the mountain. Yeah, I got the cup of Joe at the mountain. That yeah, we stayed up at a lodge place that one of my parents' friends has a membership at or whatever. It wasn't like super fancy or anything, but it was fun. And like they had their own ski slopes, but not like the full on slope. It was just like a rope toe situation. And then like, you know, one slope, but it was up by Snoqualmie. Like you have to drive by it to get to Alpenthal. But yeah, it was pretty fun. I didn't ski. I, we did some sledding and stuff, but apparently they have like super a lot of snow. It was like 90 inches or something. It was like, yeah, they would get blasted up there. They got blasted. Snow blasted. Ah, oh, I wish I had a snow background. Because I, I got my backgrounds working. Are you? Is it switching too? I don't even know. But it, it's definitely switching. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got like I get like a got the green screen, even though it looks horrible, even with the the my normal logs. Got oh that God. going on. Got some uh, colors here. Could be some carpet. Got some you know carpet going on. I, I like the carpet. carpet. It's, it's like, like yeah, a like, like, you're like Aladdin right now. I know. Aladdin ended up. Friendship can show you the world. <laughs> that's a pretty good that's a pretty good voice for that. Shiny, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, <laughs> no when did you last met your heart? 
<laughs> they had that the SNL about that. It was pretty funny. I watched way too much of Aladdin when I was a kid. There's only one movie. No, I watched it like way too many times. <laughs> and, and I had the soundtrack. I would listen to the soundtrack all the time. <laughs> You're still on your uh, creepy voice, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that. I had the soundtrack. I figured you didn't. <laughs> yeah. But um, how did, how did it sound? Did, did it sound weird with me singing with that voice on? It sounded good. What was the, what was the, what was the voice? We have the same program now, so I can pick was, that voice too. It was monster. Oh, that was the monster. Yeah. 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 I can show you the world. Jerry, I don't know the rest of words. <laughs> and then you were just talking all like normal, you know, like the <laughs> so next topic. We were going to talk about Amazon stores opening. <laughs> the worst. We're the worst. This this episode's the worst of the. Uh... <laughs> Uh, yeah, Amazon's Amazon's a re, yeah the 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 e-tailer that oh, that put uh, bookstores out of business is now opening bookstores. I know at a profit. I mean, they shut everyone down and like they're opening like three hundred stores at a profit. I know. Well, I'll tell you, I've been to the uh, Amazon bookstore here in the Seattle area. Yeah, which is the only one. <laughs> oh, is it the only one? I thought it they maybe had two or three. Well, I'll tell you, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I enjoy going there. What I like I about it, okay. it, here's the thing. I like looking at books. I've always liked looking at books. And whether I, I don't necessarily, what I like about it is that it's not every book. It's just the yeah. curated, it's curated. So every book there is there because it's either popular or has a lot of reviews or is like trending from a, like a perspective of Amazon sales. So for me, it's like a great way to go and see what people are reading. And then I take pictures of it. Of the books, yeah, and, I take them out, and I take them out of the library. It's like a way to go in there and just say, "Hey, what what is people reading?" It's kind of like Goodreads. Go library? No, because then I don't see the curated books like that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and then they have the whole thing where like none of the prices are posted because the prices are dynamic from like when you check out. The price could change while you're there. I bought my Kindle Paperwhite there. Oh, that's fancy. But yeah, no. That so they're gonna open them. It's crazy. It's great, great. And then, uh, speaking of what else is opening, you you were explaining to me. I can't believe the Circuit City is coming back. Yeah, Circuit City. Yeah, I don't. How is brick and mortar like being more? Maybe it's because logistics got cheaper. I don't know. Or maybe it's because the brick and mortar is cheaper. Maybe the rents are cheaper. I don't think so. I mean, why would that? Maybe they. Uh, it could also be the whole like corporate growth thing, where like they got way too big, but like being a more reasonable size, they could like make it. A, like affordable, you know. Maybe they're gonna go instead of being like a circuit city, they're gonna be more like a a circuit township, or maybe a, a circuit township, a circuit Good village, a circuit village. <laughs> I think but, uh, circuit, oh, I circuit. By the way, circuit village is sounds way cooler than circuit city. It does sound way cooler. They should rebrand. They're gonna open and then immediately rebrand, <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna be called CC. CC, yeah, CCs. That just sounds dumb. <laughs> City. <laughs> also, like they um, speaking of big companies, speaking of speaking of, like uh, they the Google driverless self-driving cars, both of those things, driverless self-driving, are coming to Kirkland. It's their third test bed. So in our area, we're gonna have Google 
driver uh automated cars driving i'm gonna go over and try to look for him i'm gonna just go over there and try to run one off the road <laughs> you're like no i was trying to help him test it out i'm a crazy I, driver i was just yeah i was just testing out how they're gonna deal with people like me yeah everyone should do that just go t- like you know team up on it like uh like, like like some like mad max situation we just <laughs> yeah just run it off the road um uh you know the zika virus dude oh man i know it's getting crazy, even though like it doesn't. Apparently, I mean, it's really just dangerous for pregnant women, kind of, because the rest of the stuff is just regular sickness. But it's also okay. sexually transmitted. That's I know that's brand new. They didn't say that. I was reading. I wrote here the the main common symptoms of the Zika virus. So it's like yeah, mild fever, skin rash, conjunctivitis, muscle or joint pain, and general malaise. I'll be honest, like outside of the uh, mild fever and conjunctivitis, that sounds my like my life already. <laughs> I, I get skin <laughs> rashes from my Zika life. I get <laughs> hashtag Zika life. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Zika life. Um, but I, yeah, I was thinking like it doesn't seem, to, and I don't understand people are freaking out about it. It doesn't seem that ridiculous. It doesn't seem that terrible. It's just like, but also I did hear that it does increase the risks of Guillain and Gillian Barr syndrome. I don't know. I mean, it's. I feel like that the to the carrier, it's not that bad. It's the whole like reproductive thing that's messed up. Yeah, that's true. But dude, like only one in four or something like that actually develop symptoms. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, and they have no way of doing anything about it right now. Like, it's like, they don't know anything about it. And it's they spreading just, super fast. They just needed, like, you know, what I've always said, eradicate mosquitoes. I know, that's what they're saying. It's like a new war on mosquitoes. Because there's so many more, it's because of temperature changes. There's so many more, like, mosquitoes being in, like, places they weren't before. Well, yeah, it's true. And this is a very specific type of mosquito. And apparently... The United States, I think, had a problem with this exact mosquito in the fifties, and yeah. they just they just completely eradicated it with like all these like crazy toxins. So, but now it's coming back again. It's coming back again. What's old is new. I know. But I think back in nineteen fifty, toxins yeah, anymore. I was gonna say nineteen fifty, they were just like, oh, mosquitoes. It's just like we'll get rid of them and just give everyone cancer. What does it matter? I don't, <laughs> yeah. think, they, I don't think they care about that so much back then, but. Um, it's kind of interesting to think about like the idea of um, it's kind of back even to that Flint thing, like where, where regulation and public safety and government and inefficiencies and then just blatant kind of like negligence kind of, I feel like happened way more back then where like people were at risk all the time. Like seatbelts weren't even mandatory. I know. Could you I mean, imagine it, that? But it is good that, like, even though it's ridiculous how much better things are now, it's good that people are freaking out about smaller things because that means we're in a better spot. That's true. Well, I mean, what, de- define what's a smaller thing. Do you think Flint is a small thing? What? No. I mean, that's not. But to your point, that could be happening all the time forever for a long time. It's true. I actually just saw a... Um, hold on. A story... Uh, it, I forget where it was in. It was in Pennsylvania. There's actually three towns. I think it was Bethlehem, 
Yeah. It's some crazy thing. In the, yeah, Al, you, remember, you ever hear that song, Allentown? Well, we're living, the Billy Joel song? No. This is a town of Pennsylvania. Apparently, there's three towns in Pennsylvania yeah. that have lead in their in their water system that's actually higher than Flint, Michigan, and still oh. nothing being done about it. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, I heard something about that, um, speaking of idiocracy, it was crazy that Walmart is, like, the main utility supplier since they have all the water for people, since they can't buy it from their their other people. So it's like Brondo, man. Brondo. It's, <laughs> it's what plants crave. It's what, it's what plants crave. Yeah. <laughs> it's what but, cows need. <laughs> Electrolytes. <laughs> you mean like from the toilet? According to this, though, hold on. According to this, the lead t- toxicity of the people, it's not the water that they're measuring. It's their blood. It's their exposure rate. And it's, and it's lead it's, paint. That's what they're thinking. Maybe it is lead paint, paint actually. That's fascinating. Still, I mean, a little messed up stuff. United you States. Know, I think you had mentioned this before, but like before, before they removed lead from fuel and paint and all that stuff, didn't they say like, ag- like it affected people's brains in such a manner that they were more aggressive? I don't know. I hadn't heard that. I thought I had heard that. I think that-, that I maybe, it sounds vaguely familiar reading it because it definitely has like mental consequences, like behavioral too. Yeah, so that's crazy to think that like general portions of the population act out because they're being somehow. Was this the whole? I think people have talked about you know oh you're poisoning me with fluoride. Yeah, is that the same concept? Do you think people are using the same thing? Like you give me fluoride, like so therefore it's going to affect me in some way, and it's an unknown thing. Yeah, I mean that's yeah that's people's fluoride concerns. First off, why do we still need to put fluoride in water? For your teeth. But don't people brush their teeth? It's mostly for kids and stuff. But yeah, but it doesn't matter for brushing your teeth as much. Like having fluorinated water like totally helps you be more healthy. I mean, are you do you don't want not want to have fluorine in the water? I don't know. I'm saying or what's fluoride the Fluoride, fluorinated. Is that how you say it? Do you say fluorination? Fluorinated water? <laughs> it's probably two completely separate things and I'm just wrong. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Do I want fluoride in the water? I guess that's what I'm getting at. I do. I do. Okay. All right. You know, it's about that time, Fresher. Oh, man. Is it that time? Yeah. So let's, let's, uh, it's, it is that time. I'm not going to do oh. any sound effects this week. But uh, so, hey, everybody, I don't know if you know this, but we are part of a soon to be named network. That can be found at soon to be named network dot dot com. Dot com. Or is oh, it it's on that one, that works. Oh, it does. So soon to be network.com. Um, uh, with such podcasts as Longbox Heroes with Leonard and Todd. They also have Longbox Heroes After Dark. You can check them out. Podcasty with Jason and David. Product Sons Podcast with Ian, Jared, and Brian, as well as Adam. Um, and uh, last but not least, Puzzle Warriors 3. We could learn about all sorts of things. In, about a mobile game called Marvel Puzzle Quest. By the way, this was a huge week of Marvel Puzzle Quest. We had the Galactus battle. Woo! In, Did you listen to the episode? Did episode? they talk about it? Uh, um, I don't think they have. Puzzle Quest. They, they didn't have one this week, so no, I didn't listen to it yet. They're probably uh, too busy fighting Galactus or whatever. Right. Well, I will say, let me just tell you something. The Prodigal Sons podcast, first off, uh, Leonard called you out last week regarding oh Marvel. Uh, he did the guest host job doing a pop quiz or a quiz show for Prodigal Sons. And yeah. he, said, he says, if you, he said, if 
if Fresher could call Marvel Puzzle Quest Pop and Bubbles, which I'm not sure I think I say that, but you kind of say that too now. Sure. Um, he says, if Fresher could say that, I could call their show a podcast. Nah, <laughs> that's what he said. So anyway. Yeah, well, um, I mean, we have a supplementary podcast, so it's kind of true. It's But it, it is a YouTube by, show. By supplementary, we mean the exact same content in audio-only form. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. But you um, miss out on all of our video shenanigans like we just got set up. Like right now, he's behind some sort of Arabian-esque type like blanket. Yeah, dude. It's full-on Pew's Playhouse style. (laughs) 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 Um, I gotta get the video working, though, so I can switch out to have video behind me. Yeah, so also, you can reach us out on any social media. Literally, all you need to do, you can do it right now. Open up your web browser. Chrome, Internet Explorer, Edge, Silk, Edge, Firefox, any any browser. Go to this website called Google, right? And you type in Fresher and Parlance. You hit the enter button and you will find us. You will find us on every single website on the planet. Just type We're in on every website on the planet. It, it, some, sometimes you have to look for it, but literally the top five will get you to where you need to be. You can comment there. Reach us to, uh, on Twitter at Fresh and Par. It's also below right here. On my name, do you see it right there? It's like right there. You can just reach out to at Fresh and Par, right there. Tell us what you think of the show. Don't forget to fl- uh, to uh, to uh, send out a hashtag float floating with fresh, and you could be the floating second part- second participant in the the. Are you, do you call it a hot tub or do you call it your pot? <laughs> my pot. <laughs> no, it's hot. It <laughs> sounds like my toilet. Hey, let's <laughs> go on the pot. In the pot. <laughs> uh yeah and you could and you if you live within a 13 or 15 square mile radius of seattle you can you can get a uber to first get house. it and by the way uh 50 miles i think as the crow flies is also like uh Bainbridge. you're not coming you can't come you can't come from <laughs> or okay, any of so, those like uh just make it last make it like five yeah, if you could get there by car within 30 minutes in traffic. Oh, yeah, I like that. Timing is better than distance. Yeah, so there you go. Um, so, yeah, this is a part of the show we call Review Roulette, right, Fresher? Yes, Review Roulette. Oh, speaking, I want to do a shout-out here. Uh, uh, Dave, said he, Dave Clark, said he was going to yes. watch our show this week. What's up, Dave? His wife, his wife is away. If he's out there, hey, Dave, how you doing? Uh, yeah, so this is part of the, the show we call Review where we randomly select a title from the Netflix catalog and then we review it the following week, right, Fresher? That's right. It's not so much of a review as a play-by-play, but we do give it a number rating at the end. And last week's movie was the 2014 history-slash-biography-slash-documentary An Honest Liar, featuring world-renowned magician and escaped artist the James the Amazing Randy. Yeah. So fresher. I watched this movie. You watched this movie. I did. What did you think? I enjoyed it very much. I didn't know who this was and I didn't even like remember what this movie was going to be. So like even just when it started out being like magic or whatever, like about this guy, it was a pretty good intro. Like I didn't know anything about him at all and like he was a pretty cool guy. How interesting was that intro where it was like the it was like from 1950s television. They put him in a in a straitjacket, and then this lady comes out and just starts singing a song. I know that's a good magic show, and like he <laughs> got out of it before she finished the song. 
I know. It was just such a weird, like, like it was, it was, it almost seemed like surreal. Like it was fake. Like, yeah, like, I know. I can't believe that actually existed. I mean, this guy, James, the amazing Randy, which I, like I had heard of him. Um, I've had, I've actually heard Leonard, uh, Chikarsen host of, I feel like he's talked about James Randy. He's a huge fan of Penn and Teller. Yeah. And so am I. And I guess James Randy is a huge influence. On yeah. Penn I mean, Teller. he's basically like the pre Penn and Teller. He's like the, the grandfather of that whole like cause, which I mean, that's the, the, the main part of his whole, the movie and his life is that he was a magician and he like got really good at it. Oh, and it's really interesting too. I mean, we're just going to go over points about him now that like, he just left home and like never went back. He joined the circus. He like, just joined the circus. Too. He just left the house at like 17, joined the circus and then because yeah, never- he wanted to do magic. And then he got super good at it. He got way famous for being really good at magic. And then he, the whole thing is that like, at some point he realized that he was so good at magic that he could just like straight up trick people and people would like come to him and cause he was being like fortune teller and stuff. And well, people he, would ask him, they would ask he, him stuff on the street about his, like, you know, to help their life. And like, he realized he could just tell them something for some money, but he's like literally tricking them because he knows it's a trick. And so he had to decide that he was going to either like, it's basically when you're a magician, you're admitting that it's fake. But when you're a psychic or like some sort of channeler or whatever, like you're deceiving people for money. And he wanted to not deceive people for money. And so his whole thing was he went after everyone who was doing that because it's like really popular and proved that it was magic, not and like proved it was tricks. That's why it's called an honest liar. Because like right. it's you're telling them that you're tricking them. But Instead of saying that it's, like, mystical. And what's interesting, I feel like, is that, I mean, first off, this guy's life is crazy. Um, like, just, and I, I don't like to use the word remarkable. I think remarkable is a terrible compliment when you think something is great. Because it's <laughs> yeah, all literally yeah. saying, this comment, this thing was worthy of a I mean, remark. Clearly it's remarkable because we're doing a whole, like, show about it <laughs> but like so remarks. It, it was super fascinating and his and so you sort of talk about him him like saying like he had he started wielding this power and he he felt like it, it's like with great power comes responsibility you know like spider-man with great power comes great responsibility and he started to like take on these um what they call what do they call themselves psychics and i yeah. guess i didn't even realize like in the 80s like these faith healers and psychics it was like a thing yeah, and also just uh, about his famousness, it showed him on like the um, like Carson. the Johnny Carson show like multiple times. He was on so many shows. He was like super big. I mean, like all the time. That was impressive. And like he did like talks and like yeah, it was, I didn't know he was that famous. And what's interesting? All right, so the documentary kind of highlights his life from beginning to end, and then it starts to get into kind of his post kind of like med- magic career where he kind of retired cause he broke his spine. Dude, that was scary when he broke his spine yeah, in, that, I know, in that. Like lucky they got him out. I know. So essentially he broke his spine in a tub. That was a escape thing. And it was a tribute to Harry Houdini actually. Wasn't yeah. it? It was, and he broke yeah, his it was spine. The milk, the milk jug one. Yeah. And uh, broke his spine and they, luckily they saved his life. So, um, but then, so then he takes this crusade to start outing, these people that are like... No, he did it before that. When? Like, that was not the point that he did the crusade. That was just the point that he 
stopped doing shows. No, well, I, I, I'm it. sorry. I wasn't being, let, let me just, let me be specific. I'm not like, these are all kind of maybe parallel paths here, but it's so you're not point, doing it chronologically. I'm not doing chronologically. Well, clearly we're not because they introduced so many things like that we talked about after the fact, right? Didn't they like, so, but well, anyway, I you start thinking of crusades. I was doing it in order. <laughs> oh, right. Sure. <laughs> I mean, because, I just, yeah, like. No, because Ari Geller was. was all right. So oh my hold on. Hold on. What year was Ari Geller doing that shit? Yeah, that the, that's the psychic guy, right? Yeah, Yuri Geller. Yeah, Yuri Geller. Yeah, so that that was also one of my favorite parts is he had a competition with a psychic who would go in the science labs and like, you know, be tested and they were trying to like prove that magic exists. And oh, it was also super interesting that people like when you would say you're a magician like people would be like, "Oh yeah, you're tricking me. That's cool. Like, how do you do it?" But then, like, it's exactly the same stuff. And you say you're a psychic, or you're like telepathic, or whatever. And then they believe you way more, and they like they don't think that it's a trick, but it's the same thing. And that was his point to like begin with this. Like, once you go down that slope of like telling people that it's real and it's not a trick, you're not a magician anymore, and then you're totally deceiving people. And he was going against everyone who did that because he knew they were tricks. It was, dude. This was so fascinating. This, but that's like, totally what Penn and Teller do too. Like they're uh, bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. Um, Yuri Geller was a Israeli-born um, quote-unquote psychic that that pretty much um, the amazing Randy pretty much took on the whole time. But every time he would he would do something, the amazing Randy would counter, and he's like, and the amazing Randy's argument would be like, they're magicians, they could do that. Because they could replicate what I do because they're magicians, but I'm the real deal. Yeah, I know. I mean, like he just can't... didn't let it up. I mean, he's clearly lying. I know. It's crazy. Um, so apparently, and back to this, I think we're like maybe we we have gone a little out of the out of time here, but um there was another I guess in the, I don't know what year this was, but there was some uh was it like five hundred thousand dollars or something was put towards the study of um Oh uh, yeah, that was pretty good science. Too. And uh, he had Yuri Geller. I'm sorry, uh, the amazing Randy had been doing all of this stuff, like trying to kind of counter these people. And there was a, a faith healer that he did. We could talk about that in a moment. Um, but so effectively, they had this these scientists that were going to study this thing. And somehow, the amazing Randy, through the help of like all of his books about how things were fake, got these people who were young magicians. To pretend that they were and pretend that they were psychics, yeah. And he was able to get them to go into the study. And at the same, it was like a con of a con because not only were they was Yuri Geller, I'm sorry, not Yuri Geller, the amazing Randy, like putting these fake people in there, but he himself was used as the control, as the magician, like yeah, um, guide, and he was telling them exactly what to look out for. Yeah, and and they were doing the exact they were like doing the exact opposite thing of what he would say for them to do, which is really fascinating. And then ultimately, yeah. he like uh, so these people like they came out and they're like, here's the video, and we are firmly convinced that well, this is not a perfect study that paranormal activity. No, they said that it was a perfect study, and they were they... completely convinced. I mean, they got tricked. Is his whole point was it doesn't matter how smart you are, you can get tricked. Yes. Yes. 
And so Which, that's why, like, the other guy, you, the Yuri guy was, like, he said that he, like, science had proved it and stuff, but, I mean, he had just been tricking them. Exactly. I think, I mean, that, dude, that was, like, such a freaking amazing con that he yeah, pulled off. Yeah, the, the main con was that, like, they were insiders saying that they were psychic, and then at the very last presentation, the two people said, like, Okay, we passed this. This is proven that there is there is actually psychic ability. By the way, we were lying the whole time and we tricked you and that like proves that you need better methods. <laughs> and then people were pissed. Like he was going on those talk shows and people were saying that like it's just cuz like it's like the faith thing. It's like people just want to believe. They don't want to like they don't want to see it the other way. There was a great scene where Barbara Walters was like the young Barbara Walters was like she's like Yuri Geller came and bent this key. I don't take I didn't take this key off my keychain. I leave it here the whole time. And she, he's she's like I feel like it keeps it's a little bit of spirituality with me the whole time. And she's like, are you saying that this is fake? And he's like, sure, let me see the key. He's like, hold it. And then he bends the key. Yeah, another key. Another key in the same way. And she's yeah. like, oh, like, but I'm still gonna keep this key because this one still means something to me. But yours is fake because you're a magician. I know. Yeah, that's that totally. <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Totally just people. And the, and the, um, but so I mean to get to which which part should we talk about? I mean there's I three other parts, main parts. We need to talk about the preacher one, the faith healing one. Yeah, that, yeah the preacher one. Go ahead, so, start it up. Oh yeah, so there was the the evangelical church things, which also they did on um last week with uh John whatever. John Oliver. John Oliver, they did a similar thing because those are just so ridiculous. It doesn't matter what you do. But anyways, the preacher had uh, an earpiece and like he would, but nobody knew, like he would do the faith healing where he'd be like, your, you know, diseases are gone. And he'd like pick someone out and then say their address and like say what was wrong with them. But then like he had, he clearly had the earpiece in and they intercepted the radio and like had the, the, the audio of his wife telling him about these people from the cards that they had given them earlier, like, like without prayer, knowing that they would read cards. it. Prayer like cards. Prayer cards, yeah. Do you mean literally like, the, um, the preacher would be like, uh, De- Debbie, Debbie, Debbie Smith, Debbie Smith, Debbie Smith, you're over here. He's like, are you, you're, and then in the ear you hear like, she's like, um, she's suffering from, a bu- her son is suffering from a bump in his throat. Your son is bu- suffering from a bump on the throat. You yeah. are saved. You are saved. Your son is going to win. Feel the, the, the God melt that tumor away. It was just like yeah. so manipulative. I know. And like, that's horrible. Like it's making them worse. But, um, but yeah, so he revealed that also on the Johnny Carson show. I think it was, it but was. like without them knowing that it was, they showed the video clip of the audio over it. And then it said that he like went bankrupt like slightly after that. But then later they also said that he just started doing it again with like, they didn't even bother doing the, um, the ear thing. They didn't have to, they just did the dumb stuff like they do now where they sell you like holy water or like something like it doesn't even matter what you do. It's just you, that they believe you. Did you, do you remember what kind of holy water he was selling from the, from a, from a lake in the Chernobyl nuclear disaster where no Christian died this is holy water from Chernobyl, where no Christian died. God saved the Christians from Chernobyl. What? That was what they said? That's what he said. That's, yeah. yeah. Anyways, but so he was, I mean, the main guy, I don't remember his name still. Incredible Randy or whatever. Yeah. Like, he was against these people, like, using, 
basically magic to like pass off as just manipulating people, which is, yeah, I think is like a super honest cause. But so, yeah, no, it was really interesting. Just all the stuff that he did. And then we learned that he actually is uh, gay, which I had no idea. But and yeah, but I mean, I feel like that was the kind of sub story that they they alluded to at the beginning. That like you know, like and all this time trying to out people lying, like he was hiding a lie himself or whatever. Well, and so was his to, partner. That that was the bigger one because he helped him, like because his partner was didn't have citizenship. And so he like they had a fake passport that they had set up a whole identity for him, and like they had been faking it for like twenty five years, and he finally got caught. Yeah, apparently he got caught because the person's identity that he took he thought was dead but was actually still alive filed for a passport, and yeah. couldn't get one because and then they found out that this person existed. Um, and did you? I don't know if you saw at the end of the credits, but they said that the real person never got to go to Jamaica for his to his sister's wedding. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> I did see that, but I didn't think that that was the other person. You know, it was the I, other person. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was the other main arc thing. Well, which I, also, I mean, it's interesting, but I didn't think it was as interesting. Well, that it was, was just more about his life. It was more about his life, but it was interesting because his partner at the uh, early on faked himself being a psychic. And they literally wrote a fake thing, put fake performances, fake newspaper reviews, put it all in a press release, and then he went to Australia, and people fell for it, hook, line, and Yeah, and he was saying, like, if they would have checked up on any of these, even just a little bit, they would have found out, but nobody did. Like, they didn't try that hard. Like, I mean, it's still, like, a lot of effort to do the fake things, but... But even the, like that was another one where he revealed later that he was faking the same as the imagine the other test. Like it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't even matter. People don't even care. They just want to believe it anyways. I mean, that's like the gist of it that is bad, but so true. <laughs> I, what was interesting is that he um, that that they that that Yuri Geller actually came on and did an interview for the... Yeah, I know. That was one of the most interesting parts because he was saying, he kind of, he was, like, at the beginning, he was pretty, like, adamant about, like, what I do is different. But then he was like, if two people have paintings and they look exactly the same, like, does it matter which one's real and which one's fake? And and then he was like, and then he went into all the religion thing. It was like, people, are you you saying that all of these people are, are like, you know, they just have faith or, I don't know. It Like, it got more and more, like, you know, like, he knows what he's doing or whatever. But I, a lot of people probably just like block it out to like people can lie to themselves super easy and just think that it's real, even though they, they know, you know, it's like, like the people yeah. who are doing it, like the Yuri guy. Um, yeah, it's I, I, I feel like, I don't know. It's super, it's super. Yeah. Yeah. I I like I, this. And it, this was yeah. It was really, really good. good. Really good. Super. Like I'm, like I think I'm ready to give a review, but I'm like I'm. Yeah. I'm, oh, I also like. I was gonna mention that I like the whole, um, the classic science versus magic like, competition thing, and I like in Venture Brothers. I love how they have like the conjurer guy, and then like uh, Doctor Venture's always like, I can do that with like whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's like it is totally magic. Like he's like interdimensional portals and whatever, but like, <laughs> like it's you know. The Venture Brother guy's like, oh, I mean, I could just do that. It's just like, you know, I've just whipped something up for it. But, and they also do that in um, uh, Adventure Time a bunch with uh, with uh, Bubblegum Princess. Like, she can, like, basically can do everything with science, but it's like, basic, it's totally magic, pretty much. 
And she, the people are always saying the magic, and she's like, no, I mean, I could just do that. And they have a couple like competitions with that team. But that's a classic, and it was a real showdown. Basically, psychics versus uh, magicians. So the psychics saying that they were like magic, and the magicians saying that it was like, you know, like there was an actual, like the scientist, you know? So that was like, like the really breakdown of it. And then coming into the end, one of the last clips, it showed like, cause the, the thing was that the Yuri guy was saying that he was a psychic. Like that's all they were arguing. It's like, you can't like, it's not magic. Like you're doing tricks. You can't say that they're real. But at the end he did change his title to being a mystifier. <laughs> so he's not a psychic anymore. So he kind of won at the whole thing. But, uh, and also he sold the jewelry on QVC. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and this is, and he's like, this is a spiritual ring. He's like, by wearing this, you were getting the essence of spirituality on your finger. Yeah, I know. It totally doesn't matter what you do. I mean, no, it doesn't do. This is really interesting. I'm going to tell you. Here's a little unknown fact about Yuri Geller, the 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 site, the futurist or whatever he calls himself. Yeah. In November 2000, Geller sued video game company Nintendo for 60 million over the Pokemon character Youngerer localized in English as Kadabra, which he claimed was an unauthorized appropriation of his identity. The Pokemon in question has psychic abilities and carries a bent spoon. Geller also what? claimed that... Oh, yeah, he was, his spoon bending was his thing. That was his thing. Um, the Pokemon in question has psychic abilities and carries a bent spoon. Geller also carries, carries, claimed that the star on Kadabra's forehead and the lightning patterns on his abdomen are symbolisms popular with the Waffa SS or Nazi Germany. Uh, of Nazi Germany, uh, the katakana for the character's name, and they show the katakana from is is just it's literally like slightly off of the difference. And they, <laughs> he's quoted as saying, "Nintendo turned me into an evil occult Pokemon character. Nintendo stole my identity by using my name and my signature image." <laughs> Did he win? Anyway, it doesn't say if he won or not. Actually, oh yeah. Um. So anyway, it was also yeah. cool. What? Yeah, go ahead. Just that at the end, I mean, they did get married because uh, gay marriage was federally legal. They went to Washington and did it. So that was like basically the very, very end when they were doing the little like explanations of stuff. It's interesting. Oh, did you know there was a 2013 BBC documentary that said Yuri Geller was a psychic spy for the CIA recruited by the Mossad and worked as an official secret agent in Mexico, being a frequent guest of presidential of President Jose Lopez Portillo in the film Geller claimed to have erased floppy disks carried by the KGB agents by repeatedly chanting the world e- the word erase. <laughs> well, I mean the CIA actually came on. That's yeah, they totally the did. I mean they definitely everything. were researching it as like a real thing. I mean because like if you could prove it. I mean that that was the other point that I thought was really good about um about like the way Randy? that um, Randy was uh, going about this, because people who were like studying like psychic stuff, like they were doing, trying to do. I can't remember the name of the science, but there's some sort of science, like science slash pseudoscience, where people Paras- try to get. Them. Calling, I think they were called parascience or sci parascience. Yeah, parascience. Yeah. But I mean, I don't like he. His point was he's not against that. Like, if there was anything to know about these things that were there was something more going on. Like, definitely, we should research it. Like, but, like, it's, and because they were saying, you're putting our field back because you're, you know, disproving a bunch of whatever, like, and it's different than what we're doing. But, like, 
It's not. I mean, he's moving it forward by getting rid of the things that clearly aren't. I mean, which I think is, I mean, I think it would be interesting if there was, I'm not totally against the idea that any of that stuff could possibly exist. So like, it's dumb to like follow the things that are like clearly not that. It's yeah, I agree with you. I mean, he literally said, he's like, I know for a fact, he's like, I don't know for a fact that it doesn't exist, but I do know for a fact that what you're seeing here is not right. It's not true. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I thought that was a good, like, I really like the way they went about it. And I think that Penn and Teller do the same kind of thing, which I like about them. And they're just good show, show people. Right. But are we Um, ready for a rating? We are. And I guess you went first last week, so I'll go first this week. I am going to give this a review, this movie, a number rating of, I'm going high. I'm going eight. Eight? That is pretty good. I am going 8.5, actually. One of our wow. highest rated, I think. I like pretty into. It. I while we were talking about it again, I upgraded my uh, my rating because yeah, I think it, it was really good. It was very I interesting. Think- I would definitely suggest people to watch this. It was very enlightening. Like I just, yeah, it's crazy. I, it's pretty cool. This guy was cool. Okay, I think it's time to pick our. Oh, so that's a combined rating of eight point two five. One of our highest. I think if you're just a little bit interested in magic, I go see magic shows all the time. So for me, yeah. I knew a little bit about uh, the amazing Randy, but not a lot. So this was like super amazing. It was like super interesting for me. Yeah. Um, but if, so if you're not really into magic, just for the story itself, it may not be an, like an eight or an eight and a half. But if you are like science or whatever, but like just in general, it's just a worth. It's worthwhile to see. So that that's my yeah. I mean, it's basically about the intersection of science and magic, like right. in a nutshell. <laughs> But, um, okay, so so as you know, we use Instant Watcher. What do you want to do? You want to do Rated Fresh again? I know. I was trying to figure out how to do this again. So, okay, yeah, let's do um, Rated Certified all, Fresh. No, all titles? That. Did you do all titles? Wait, so not seasons, movies, right? Yeah, why is it not? It's not letting me select Certified Fresh, though. I know, yeah, you can't do that one, I guess. Uh-huh. How about, uh, let's see, how do we do this? I have it on movies. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, how do you do this? <laughs> I don't remember. I feel, they, I feel like they change it every week. Newest, sort by newest. Pick a random title, no. I know, they do keep changing it. Award winners? Yeah, you can't click fresh. Do we need to, like, wait. If I press, what if you do like? Uh, well, why don't we do? Oh, let's press one of the genres on the bottom. Okay, so which one? What genre do you want to do? Sci-fi, uh, fantasy, comedies. comedies. Okay, because there's eleven hundred of them. That also doesn't let me select the fresh. It's still yeah, me too. Maybe that's like a pay thing or something now. Dumb. That would be dumb. Should we just like do it? And just do a pick a random title and comedy award, oh. award winners. Where's no nominees and award winners? Yeah, Should let's we do, do that nominee- with all of them. Yeah, nominees and award winners. Oh, that's one twenty-two. That's pretty yeah. good. Okay, I'm pl- clicking it. Ah, uh, I saw that good. one. I saw that one. What are they? Uh, okay. The first one was Adam's family. Oh yeah, we did that already. The second one was Station Agent. Hmm. 
which I've seen. And uh, now I got, I finally got another one now. So it's um, mine's stupid. Right. Okay, I got around the world in eighty days. That sounds much better. Hundred and eighty-one minutes, though. What? That's extremely long. What did you What What did you get? I got a month by the lake. On vacation in pre-World War II Italy, a middle-aged English woman develops an interest in a British officer, but a young nanny complicates things. That sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds like everything I don't want to see in a movie, but it's 91 minutes. 1995. We could just pick a new You want to pick a new one? We already did that once, and like this, okay. there's no reason to. Okay, I'll yeah. take yours then. I can't watch and I can't watch Around the World in 80 Days special edition 181 minutes. Although it is starring like a lot of people. What's the how do you explain it? Explain it. A Victorian era Englishman Phileas Fogg takes a seemingly impossible wager to travel around the world with his butler, Passer Partout, in 80 days. That's it. That's the that's it. Hmm, I guess we could do this one even though it sounds crappy. I mean, I would watch this one. I've never seen it, and it's starring a lot like famous people. I think from like the who? time. I don't know. I think I see like Marlena Dietrich. What year is it? Uh, nineteen fifty-six. What? That's super old. This is nineteen ninety-five. Yeah. Frank Sinatra is in this. It's still too long. It's way too long. One hundred and eighty-one minutes. I can barely do like ninety minutes. Okay, let's do a month by the lake. Okay, a About month World by the Italy, and a complicated nanny with a middle-aged English woman. This sounds horrible. It sounds like Down Abbey, except for worse. Oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> All right, it's picked. Okay, so uh, I think that's it. Want to wrap up here? That is it. So check out our show, Fresher and Parlance, on YouTube, and like us on everything ever, basically. <laughs> I think we got another like. We're approaching 100 on Facebook. I know. We got to get that 100. Got to get the honey. So this is Parland saying sayonara, muchachos. And this is Fresher saying later taters. <laughs>